0: hey sis welcome to sis let's talk a safe space created for women where we can have authentic girl talk about life relationships friendships mental health and the list goes on before we get into our next episode make sure you subscribe to the show then follow me on instagram at life with chris underscore now let's have us some girl talk Hey sis, thank you for tuning in to Sis Let's Talk. I am your good sis, Chris. If this is your first time here, welcome. If not, welcome back. I want to first express my gratitude for the love and support and the feedback I received on the first episode. Um, I am very, very excited about what I have in store for us. And just super thankful for the love that was shown. It really did mean a lot to me. And it just gave me, you know, a great vibe about um, what I have in store. So hopefully you stick around. Um, you listen. You share this podcast with your friends. Tell your friends to pull up and listen. <laughs> But yeah, so today's episode will be about my self-love journey and how I am developing the highest form of self-love. But before I define what self-love means to me, I want to first say that self-love is a journey. It is not something that will happen overnight, nor is it something that will just automatically happen. I have good days when I feel like the baddest bitch in the room, and then I have days where I look at myself in the mirror and discuss because I'm not happy with myself or I'm my insecurities are overshadowing my confidence. So I just want you to know that that's okay. You know, we're going to have those days. But I'm here to enlighten you on what I do and what I don't do to make me feel more confident. But if someone was to ask me, what is self-love? I will say that self-love is putting yourself first. It is about accepting things that you don't like about yourself that you cannot change. It is knowing your worth and walking away from toxic situations that no longer serve you. It's about being confident and knowing that you are in charge of your own happiness. I first started my self-love journey years ago after I got out of a toxic relationship. I was left feeling so low and insecure about myself because of the things that I allowed to happen. I hated myself. And I thought that something was wrong with me because I wanted to be accepted by this man so bad that I was willing to put my own life and my own happiness at risk. Like I accepted the cheating. I accepted the lies. I accepted the disrespect Because I thought that he loved me. I thought that it was normal. I thought that it was okay and it wasn't. I thought that if, well, I did my part, as long as I do my part, as long as I'm cooking and cleaning, as long as I'm looking good, then he wouldn't be looking at other women or have the need to talk to other women or he wouldn't lie to me you know, he will give me the love that I deserve. And that wasn't the case. I even allowed him to blame me for his actions, like him telling me that I'm the reason why he cheated or, you know, because you did X, Y, and Z, I had no other option but to cheat. And then I still stayed. I really thought it was my fault, though, and I was at the lowest point in my life. It was even days when I didn't even see the purpose in living. That's how much power I allowed him to have over me. And it all happened because I did not know myself. I did not love myself. I didn't know my worth. But over the years, I began to rebuild this relationship with myself. I learned that when we know our worth, it is easy for us to walk away from things that are detrimental to us. Staying through the disrespect is not a form of self-love. And most of the time, our gut tells us when it's time to move around, but we ignore it because we want to or we don't want to be alone or we feel like this person is going to change or we even accept the bullshit apology that comes along with it. And I'm not saying that people can't change or won't change, but if a person shows you who they are, believe them. I recently read a quote that says, if a flower doesn't bloom, do you blame the flower or its environment? Are you going to check its soil? Is it getting enough light and oxygen? What is going on around the flower, which is causing it not to bloom? Then I begin to think of myself as a flower. We are flowers. So if we aren't growing or blooming or displaying the highest form of self-love, then what does our environment look like? Who are we around? What are we giving our time and our energy to? What are we consuming? What are we telling ourselves? And then I realized that our environment is Everything. If your environment is toxic, then guess what? You will continue to feed into the darkest and unloved parts of you. But if you have a strong, a good environment and you're surrounded by life and love and oxygen and peace, then you're able to bloom. You're giving yourself room enough to grow and bloom and become this best version of yourself and to have this highest form of self-love. So check your environment. Check what's going on around you. I do know that when you love yourself, you give more opportunity for people to come in and love you. Which brings me to say how we can push people away who will honestly love us. We will push opportunities away that we want, that our heart desires. Simply because we don't know what love looks like. We haven't figured that part out. We don't think that we deserve it or that we're worthy enough. So we reject it. And I think of self-love as a relationship. Whether you are rebuilding a relationship with yourself or you're trying to learn how to love yourself a little more. It's just like any other relationship. Know that. Know that it's going to take time. It's going to take trust and commitment. It's something that you work towards on a daily basis, but it's not going to happen overnight. And I want us to fully understand that it's not something that we're going to wake up tomorrow and have. It's a journey. One thing we have to learn how to do on our self-love journey is embrace the things that we don't like about ourselves. I was insecure about my forehead and pointy ears for the longest. I thought it made me ugly. But who told me those things were flaws? Like, who told me that that made me ugly? So I had to think about it. And then I began to remember how I was teased about my forehead and my ears in school. How kids used to call me five head and call me "F ears. And it was to the point where I would always try to hide those things the best way I could with each hairstyle. Because I thought that I was ugly. And that if I hid it, then it'll make me pretty. But it didn't. I still felt the same way. But now, since I accepted that, and I realized that that's who I am, that's how God made me. Shout out to my daddy because that's who I got it from. <laughs> I will show this. I will show this forehead off and. Don't let me have a good hairstyle. Don't don't let me rock my short dude because I'm gonna show my forehead and my ears off. Okay. And still walk around like I am <laughs> the baddest. Okay, period. But it's something that I couldn't change, so I had no choice but to accept it. I mean, you know, I have a choice. Also, we have to stop getting on social media comparing ourselves to others. And I still struggle with this sometimes. um like I'll post a picture knowing or feeling like I look damn good, okay, But then Susie Sue will post a picture and get more likes and comments than I did. Now, here I am comparing our pictures, seeing what she did differently. How's her hair? How is her outfit? What does she have on? Trying to figure out what's wrong with me. Why didn't I get those likes and those comments the same way she did? But you know why? Because when you really don't love yourself, you seek validation in those likes and comments. You look to be accepted by others. That's what makes you feel good when you get validation. And then when you don't get that validation, you are right back to feeling insecure. And this is, like I said, this is something that... Now I'm right back feeling insecure about myself. And like I said, this is something that I still struggle with to this day. But when I have days like this, I have to understand that it doesn't mean... I don't love myself. But I know that the more you love yourself, the less you seek validation from others. So I now recognize those triggers. I feel it. I heal from it. And then I move on because that's all we can do. You will never be able to gain the highest love for self. And I make emphasis on the word self. If we are constantly comparing or looking for reassurance in others, make your self-love journey about you and not based on someone else's life. When you love yourself, you will know your purpose. And if your purpose is based on someone else's doing, then you don't love yourself. Not having self-love is dangerous to your purpose. Something else I did to help me start rebuilding self-love, I made a list of things I loved about myself. Right now will be a great time for you to pull out those journals. I dropped a few months ago on Amazon Prime that is still available, and I will link it below. Plug. (laughs) But if you have a hard time discovering the things that you love about yourself, it is okay. Just ask your close friends and family to name some things they love about you. And then after you're finished making the list, I want you to list out things that you're insecure about and some of your weaknesses and whether or not it can be changed. Something else I did was turn my flaws into positive affirmations. So instead of saying, I hate myself, I would say I have the highest form of love for myself. So you can list out some other positive affirmations and repeat them daily. Whatever you speak about yourself, whatever you tell yourself, you will soon believe. So start speaking positive. I was on YouTube a few days ago and a lady said that she records herself saying her positive affirmations and then plays it on her phone while she's driving doing chores you know working out because what better way to believe those things we say about ourselves if we actually hear it so I thought that was a great idea and something that I plan to do as well but the last point I'm going to make is one of my favorite things to do and that's self-care listen sis If you know me in real life, then you know I will take a self-care day in a minute, okay? But I know that in order for me to do my wifely and mother duties, I have to take care of myself first. If I'm overwhelmed, I am unable to perform and give the best to my family, which is unfair to them. So I try to relax and take at least 10 minutes of my day to relax. But Sundays are my self-care days. That's the days where I take my relaxing candlelit bath with my face mask. I exfoliate and I have me a glass of wine or two or at the bottom, you know, who counts? (laughs) But um, since I work from home, you know, I'm 99% of the time in my PJs and my bonnet. But um, some days I do wake up a little early to put some makeup on and throw one of my wigs on and um, put on some cute loungewear, which I am so addicted to right now. So if you need an idea of what to give me for Christmas, some loungewear. But it makes me feel amazing. It enhances my confidence from the outside in. And I do feel like when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you are able to perform your best and give your best. But find something that you enjoy doing, something that makes you feel confident and apply it to your self-love journey. Before I let you go, I want you to know that you can start your self-love journey at any point in your life. I want you to know that the things that I said today is it limited to whatever helps you. This is just what is some of the things that I've done that I'm doing on this journey of self-love. But the overall goal is for us to obtain the highest form of self-love so that we can allow and accept the opportunities that will come our way. Speak to the insecurities in your life and let them know that they no longer have control over how you feel about yourself. Celebrate the beauty and freedom of being able to stand in your truth. Don't compare nor compete with anyone. Embrace the good and the bad. Put your needs first without feeling guilty set boundaries and learn how to say no to things that no longer serve you and walk away from the toxic situations in your life. Again, I pray I said something in this episode that will help you on your self-love journey. I would love to hear your feedback and the ways that you can show yourself more love in 2022. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at lifewithchris underscore and subscribe to the show. I will talk with you soon, sis.